Welcome to the Cowboys Blog Post Game Report. I'm Pablo G. I'm Rob V. Uh, and we suffered another terrible, heartbreaking, gut-wrenching loss, which seemed like, you know, we snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. Yeah, I definitely cried for a good uh, 30 minutes, I think. It was really depressing. You know what I've learned over the last year or so? That Twitter is the absolute worst place to talk football during a Cowboys game. It's just only going to make you more angry than anything else already made you. So the way I view Twitter is the same way I sort of view Facebook. It's sort of like an amplification of the idiots that you <laughs> don't want to hear from, right? Like, uh, I don't know. Just well, the, the worst thing about it is that you can't even argue with them adequately because, you know, you're limited to the 140 characters. So, I don't know, football terminology doesn't really lend itself to talking on Twitter and being able to, you know, accurately, accurately explain what you want to say. Uh, it's definitely... And it just makes it more frustrating. It's definitely frustrating. Uh, I think we should talk about the fact that this is our second year doing this uh, before we go into how frustrating the game was. Uh, for those of you that didn't listen last year, uh, we did this for a few games, and then we gave up pretty much like the Cowboys did. So uh, it wasn't that big of a deal this year. We're going to try to do it a lot more consistently uh, every week. It's a little more difficult because we both don't live in San Antonio anymore. I'm out in San Francisco, and uh, we're doing this over Skype. So the audio is pretty shitty. Uh, definitely apologize for that. Yeah, we're going to try and work and make the production value better any way we can. Um, I mean, we're looking into other technologies to use towards this other software. Yeah, and hopefully uh, I'll get a better mic. It seems like the levels are crazy, so if your eardrums are hurting, uh, it's not my fault. So let's talk about the game itself. Um, it really looked like we had this one under control. Definitely for the first three quarters, we had it under control. Uh, we were about to go up two scores, and then things started to kind of... Uh, I don't want to get on Romo's case. <laughs> I was going to say things were going to start to go kind of Romo. Um, just those kind of freak things that don't appear to happen to any other quarterback in the league were... I mean, you can say he doesn't take care of the ball, but really him choosing to pull it down and try and run it in for the score on that fumble was a good decision. It's a sound decision. He just didn't take care of the ball. Um yeah, I mean, it's terrible. Any other quarterback does that, and the commentary on that play and all of the sports writers are applauding the quarterback for having the guts to, like, try to run it into the end zone. Unfortunately for Romo, every time he tries to do that, it's a fumble or it loses us the game or something ridiculous always happens. It's, it's just terrible. That's the one play that I completely hold against him. Uh, just because there's no excuse for ever fumbling. You tuck the ball away. I mean, you, if you watch the replay, he just kind of had it loosely at his side, and it didn't take much for it to get poked out, and that's completely inexcusable. But, I mean, the interception, you could say it was an unnecessary risk. Um, he shouldn't have ever made the throw, but, you know, maybe there, you never know what's going through a quarterback's head when they're making a throw like that. You really don't. 
I don't think that it was that hard to see that Des Bryant wasn't playing at full strength at that point in the game. And I, I don't think he should have been the number one at that point. And it seemed like Romo was made him the number one. Like, you don't throw into Darrell Revis unless you're, like, extremely confident in your receiver. And at that point, he shouldn't have been. Like, it just didn't make any sense to me. I don't even understand yeah, but- why he was still on the field at that point. Like, he was just hopping around. It was ridiculous. And what's baffling to me is it seemed that up until that point, Romo was making such good decisions with the ball. He was throwing it away in situations where there were play calls where maybe he only had one or two options and he saw that it wasn't good and he would just, uh, down in the red zone, he threw, I think prior to the fumble, the play before that, he threw the ball away. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing that's so frustrating to me is like I'm a huge Jets fan. I'm a huge so I'm not a huge Jets fan. I'm a big Jets fan, and the Cowboys are definitely my team. But watching the Jets year after year, and especially since Sanchez is taking over, like he strikes me as a very, very similar to Romo, except less talented. But the thing that he has that Romo doesn't have is like at the end of games, like he doesn't choke. Like he can, he will throw games away from the beginning and just be utterly ridiculous. But He's consistently either terrible or clutch any given Sunday. And I wish Tony Romo were that way, right? Like, he, he plays stellar for 95% of the game, and then all of a sudden, the last five minutes, 12 minutes, you're holding your breath just waiting for him to screw up and give the game away. And it's frustrating. And it's not even that he screws up and gives the game away. It's that it's in such a spectacular fashion. It just... I mean, you think about the botched field goal snap against Seattle. You think about throwing late-game interceptions that just, you know, what is he looking at? It's these really, really bad plays, and it's hard to explain what it could be. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's, uh... That being said, I think that's probably not even our biggest concern right now. I, I'm confident Romo will get his head straight at least enough to put us in position to win games where he won't all the time be the reason why we lose. It, oh, definitely. There are much bigger concerns. Um, depth in the secondary is a huge concern right now. Yeah. Uh, to our two starting corners go out in the first game of the season. That's just not good. It's, I mean, that's yeah. a big concern. I mean, it's exactly that, right? Like, our offense went up against, like, one of the top defenses in the NFL – and we should have won that game. We put up enough points. Romo had great enough numbers to win that game. Unfortunately, our defense went up against one of the most ridiculous offenses <laughs> in the league and looked terrible, too. Like, we, if Sanchez was any better of a quarterback, we would have gotten blown away. Like, our secondary was terrible, and they were just... I well, mean, I I don't think you can hold it against our defense that, you know, they were going up against a quarterback who wasn't any better. I think they did a decent job. I mean, they got some pressure on him. Ware had a few sacks. It just seemed that once our starting corners went out, then they would start having issues against Burris and against Holmes. Up until then, they had done a pretty decent job. Our, I mean, um, Sean Lee had a great game, you know, filling in at middle linebacker. Um, I think our defense did okay. Yeah, it's concerning that they weren't going up up against one of the better offenses. But they, they kind of held their own when things could have been so much worse without our stop, 
top three corners. You know, Newman was out, then Skandrick went out, and Jenkins was in and out of the game. Yeah, I mean, they look they look solid for the majority of the game up until the point the corners went out, and I I mean, it, it's tough to judge them right against the offense like that. Uh, right. And I think next, like the next couple of weeks, aren't going to be any better. We're up against San Francisco, Washington. San Francisco. Like up until the bye week, we come back from the bye week. We we play New England. We're not really going to know what the Cowboys' de- defense is really made of. And by the looks of it, I, I know you said I think Brady had 500 yards, uh, over 500 yards today, and I think like four touchdowns. He was like fantasy football dream today. Jesus, and I know. The Dolphins. Well, it was ridiculous. Welker had like a hundred-yard touchdown reception, which really inflated things. And the Pats kept throwing like well until the end of the fourth quarter because that's just what the Pats do. <laughs> but but think about like I, I'm not saying that the Dolphins' secondary is any worse or better than ours. Like they're pretty average secondaries, and the fact that Tom Brady can do that to any defense is very concerning. And it's. I mean, hopefully we have Newman back by then. I know we should, and Jenkins as well. But it'll be yeah. They're saying Newman. Newman might even be back for the Forty ers game. So it'll be interesting to see. But I mean, it's going to be hard to judge them till then, right? Like Forty ers have a reasonable running game, and they have no passing game. So uh, I mean, we're going to look all right there. And then next well, what week, I'm, what I'm thinking is that. Rob Ryan's scheme might kind of make up for our deficiency in the secondary if he's able to, you know, confuse quarterbacks and get some good pressure, call some good blitzes. Our front seven should be able to hold their own and buy some time for the secondary. Uh, definitely, uh, the the sort of hope. packages that he was running, the uh, the schemes that he was running against the Jets, like it had them on their toes, and it was uh, a great thing to see. Right, we we had that for maybe a season under. Wade Phillips, and even then, it wasn't as like uh, unpredictable as it was yesterday. And yeah, yeah. did you um, did you remember that play where we sent a blitz straight up the middle? It was a safety blitz. I can't remember if it was Sensabaugh or Allen Ball or who, but yeah. yeah, we disguised a blitz. I don't remember the last time the Cowboys have effectively disguised a blitz like that, and just straight up the middle with a safety and got right in Sanchez's face mm-hmm. and. That's encouraging to me that we can actually kind of confuse pre-snap. But speaking of pre-snap, um, another concern is on offensive side of the ball, letting the clock run down. I mean, that's you can't do that every play. You can't snap the ball with one second left on every play. So I think a lot of that can be attributed to the fact that they were playing in New York, right? It was 9-11. That it was really loud. I mean, it's not... Uh, yeah, but it, it's something that dates back even to last season. That was happening a lot last season. Yeah, I don't know. Romo, Romo I, I don't know. Everyone wants to blame everything on Romo, but he, he really... No, I don't think that's Romo. I think that's getting the play call in. But he's making adjustments at the line. He's not making them quick enough, right? Like, uh... Uh, I was noticing that they would get out there, they would break the huddle, and there would already be like five seconds left on the clock. So you're saying it's uh, Garrett's fault then? Um, Garrett, whatever the hierarchy is for getting the play calls in, if it's strictly Garrett that's making the play calls, then yeah, it falls on him not getting it in in time. I mean, I don't know. It's it's tough. Uh, I'll be interested to see in what 
see what they do at home when there's not all the crowd noise to deal with. And I don't know. Right. I, I mean, a lot of that has to do with the fact that they're going against one of the best defenses in the league, right? Like, I'm sure that delayed a lot of the play calling and uh, they were just trying their best to call the right play. And it's it's tough against a defense like Rex well, Ryan's. I, I think in a situation like that, that makes it even more important for you not to do that because it puts you at a... Uh, initial disadvantage on every play you, the defense knows exactly when the snaps come in and if not then you're suffering a five-yard penalty there's just no excuse for it really yeah i mean it, when you're going up against a defense like that you want to give yourself every advantage and you maybe want to vary up your your snap count um i mean so the i don't one, know i think you have to be better prepared so the one thing i, I will say about that is the fact that we had so few penalties this game. It was so refreshing to see that compared to last year and the previous relatively, years. Relatively. We had seven penalties and the Jets had zero, <laughs> which is neither here nor there. So um, it's, I, won't, I won't say anything about the refing of this game. I don't think they did a terrible job, but for a team to have zero penalties, they are. Uh, it, it, it's still... It was still pretty night and day between this year's Cowboys and last year's Cowboys. I mean... Everyone just seemed more fired up. Now, I don't know how much of that has to do with it being the first game of the year, but I don't know. It just seemed like a different team out there. Nobody knew what to expect from them, and they came out and they showed people that they have a shot at it this year, and they blew it at the end, but we have a legitimate chance at winning a lot of games this year. And I know a lot of people out there didn't think it. uh, There were a few articles that were saying this was a rebuilding year for the Cowboys, and uh, yeah, we're rebuilding our offensive line. We need to rebuild our secondary, but it's still a really good football team, and I don't see why we can't win 10 games this year. I'm very encouraged by how the offensive line kind of came together after the first quarter. They they seemed to be kind of jittery at first. Um, they gave up a couple sacks. They just didn't seem to be able to pick up the blitzes at first. But yeah, they gave Romo some time later on. Some of that might have been play calling. Uh, there were a lot of designed rollouts for Romo. Yeah, it was including wasn't, that one that turned into the fumble. But uh, <laughs> it wasn't perfect. But Tyron Smith did an amazing job his first game, and Felix Jones picked up a couple of blitzes that. I mean, it was great, right? Like Marion Barber yeah. could do that, and that was one of the reasons we loved him. And I think if Felix Jones can do that consistently, like it's going to be great for us. Yeah, it's it's really going to come down to how well the offensive line plays and how much health we have in the secondary. That's really, I think, if we can square those two things away, we can make some noise, we can make the playoffs, and once we do, we're a dangerous team. Uh, it's you know protecting Romo, which was a problem that got him hurt last year and effectively ended our season. And our secondary was a problem last season, but if they stay healthy, we have three really good corners who can, you know, at least, you know, maybe do a little bit better than we did last season. And that's really all we need. <laughs> we could have done, we could have done so much better. Yeah. So I think we should talk a minute about uh, next week's game and uh, make some predictions maybe. Um, I expect us to do really well against the 49ers. It's another road game, but I think, we're going to be looking to make some corrections from this week. I, I think it's actually better for us that it turned out that this game wasn't just a complete win for us. Otherwise, we might overlook San Francisco and 
suffer a loss there. Oh, that was a... That is a dog. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry. That's my dog. That's Twisp. <laughs> so I don't know how much I agree with that and how much I don't. Like, uh, years past, like, I've seen the Cowboys lose a heartbreaking game like that and then just fall apart, like, for weeks on end. And it's going to be very telling how the Cowboys come back from this. Like, they weren't able to do it under Wade. And can Rob Ryan and Jason Garrett turn the team around on a week-to-week basis? And I mean, it's going to be interesting. Well, I read an article um, where basically Garrett was talking about what went wrong on the plays uh, in question, you know, the fumble, the interception. And basically, Romo's already looking forward to next week. He's not dwelling on what went wrong. Um, I mean, obviously, they're going to learn from the mistakes they made, but... Yeah, I don't think this team is going to kind of hang their heads whenever they suffer losses like this anymore. I think they're very focused. Um, anyone who paid attention to training camp this season knows that there's more of a business manner to everything that this team's doing this year. So hopefully that's you know kind of par for the course. We're just going to keep our heads down and try and improve every week. Well, I'm definitely excited to see what they can do against that uh, shoddy San Francisco defense. <laughs> Uh, and we'll see how many sacks DeMarcus Ware gets this week, too. So lots to look forward um, to, I think. I'm expecting Des Bryant to have a big game. I really am. I'm going to say that right now. So you don't if, he, think- if, he's, if he's doing okay, if he's healthy, he's going to have a big game. So how much does that concern you, though, right? Like last year he was hurt, majority of the year, and then this year, right off the bat, like it's, it's something, um, right? Well, the injury, I mean, it's not like he rolled an ankle. It's not like anything too serious. He just took a big hit to the quad. Um, I mean, that could happen to anybody. I don't. I think that's more of a freak occurrence than anything saying that he's prone to getting hurt. Uh, he was cramping. That's something that's been plaguing a lot of players this week just because nobody's really in shape with the short um, training camps and whatever. So I, I don't think he's going to be injury prone. And if he is, then... That sucks. But I don't expect that to happen. <laughs> All right then. So, so are you gonna make a prediction? What's what's the score next week? Uh, I say Cowboys thirty-five, 49ers oh, ten. Wow, that's uh, yeah. that's pretty bold. I think I'd go. I'd go like twenty-seven, three. <laughs> hey, we should have had about thirty-five this past game against the Jets defense. Yeah about it we you know missed out on that scoring opportunity on the fumble and who knows what other opportunities we messed up yeah it'll be interesting to see next week i'm i'm looking forward to what will hopefully be a pretty solid victory and i don't want to jinx anything but i definitely don't want to be as worried as i was this game and i think that'll (laughs) i think that'll happen All right, well, we'll see you guys next week after the Cowboys play the 49ers. Have a good one.